Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Well, hello and welcome back to the Naked Marriage Podcast. We are Dave and Ashley Willis. And on this podcast, we address the truth about sex, intimacy, and lifelong love. And you guys, I am so excited to share today's episode with you because we are talking about something that's really important, but so many of us kind of feel disgruntled about sometimes, and that is money. But we have some awesome people who have really done some amazing things with money and know about money better than just about anybody and who are going to share their expert uh, wisdom with us. Yes. And I need it. I mean, yes, yes. through our marriage, we've shared some about this. Like we've had stressful moments with money and yes. we've, you know, we've learned a lot, but we still have a lot to learn. And the Lodics really have a gift. Bob and Linda went from struggling, being like dirt poor, basically, to really getting a handle on their finances and really establishing a plan. And we're able to turn things around with not only great growth, but great generosity. They gave away a million dollars before they turned 40. Mm. And I just love that kind of mindset of generosity. Um, And they are such a fun, unique couple. They are authors, podcasters. We're going to talk about their new book, and it's going to be a great conversation. One quick announcement before we dive in. Every Wednesday, we've got a new episode of the Naked Marriage Podcast and a new series called Hump Day Q&A. That's right. So in addition to every Monday's episode, which we always have, we're going to have a midweek episode just answering one of your questions. You can email questions to us at nakedmarriagepodcast.com or write us on Instagram at Dave and Ashley Willis. And you might hear one of your questions answered on Hump Day Q&A. So check that out and let's dive into today's episode. Well, like we said in the intro, we are super excited about today's guests, Bob and Linda. They are so much fun, and they, like we said in the intro, they've got so much wisdom and just common sense approach to God's plan for money. And I know that word money can be just like a bad word in marriage sometimes. I know we've shared even in our marriage, like that has been the trigger word that has started some arguments in the seasons when we were getting this part wrong. But the good news is, guys, wherever you are in your financial situation— uh, it can get better. God's got a great plan. And this couple we've got today, they are so gifted at explaining what that plan can look like with a lot of practicality, a lot of biblical insight, and a lot of fun. And so stick around. I think this episode could have the potential to make a life-changing impact in your marriage and in your finances as well. So that's right. I'm excited. Bob and Linda, welcome. Yes. Yeah, thank you for having thank us, you. Dave Ashley. Appreciate it, guys. Honored to be here. Yeah. Hey, we are honored to have you guys here. So let's dive into the origins. I love what I've read of the book so far. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can um, see it. Here it is Simple Money, Rich Life. 
achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact. And and I haven't read through the whole thing yet, but this is one that I really want to read through the whole thing because the parts I've read, I'm like, this is so good. It really is so good. So we're going to be talking about this book. Um, if you're listening only, though, this would be a good episode to head over to YouTube and watch because, uh, I don't know, it's just we're going to have... Fun right. and you can see, you can you see can what's see going who on. You're listening to. You can see all of our smiling faces. Yeah. yeah. Yes. These people are too beautiful to only be heard. That's you need right. to see Bob and Linda. <laughs> Get the full there you effect, go. guys. There you go. Full deal for you. That's right. Um, but to start out, guys, tell us a little bit about your origin story. We always love when couples are on the show to start mm-hmm. out asking, "Tell us about your love story. How did you guys meet? Yeah. How did that start?" Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah. Take it off. So. Um, we had gone to the same church for a while, but Bob was a little bit one toe in, one toe out kind I of I wasn't person. exactly walking with the Lord. I was oh. kind of going out partying on Saturday night, coming on Sunday morning, falling asleep. I was that, in that phase of my walk with God. Yeah. So, uh, but I had grown up in the church. I had gone there for years. And you were kind of called. I met your dad. Oh, you met my dad. My dad. dad my dad's the guy that like knows everyone in the church. You know, he just talks to everybody. And I'm really glad that he didn't know I wanted to date you at that point because <laughs> we would have never happened. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, Bob, the Lord actually kind of called Bob away to a sabbatical. Yeah. Um, and that's where he got really serious with the Lord. And it was twenty, like it was when you were twenty, but then you yeah. turned twenty-one on this mm-hmm. trip. So it was, yep. that's the time frame. Um, and when he came back, that's when we met. His yeah. mom became my boss. I worked at our church, and we that's just fun. became really, <laughs> really good, really close friends. Yeah. Um, and then after a few years, we started dating. And I mean, why don't we just else... let's just tell him the dating story? I think this is really go fun. Go ahead, go ahead. So, uh, so we've been dating for a couple years, just like a lot of um, Christian couples, and uh, or not dating. I'm sorry, really good friends for a couple years, and I. Neither one of us really thought that we would get married. We were just like, oh, we're really good friends. Right. You know, like, Everyone not really else thinking saw that. it. But. <laughs> one day, God kind of hits me upside the head. Boy, look, I got her for you right here. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> whoa. You know. and, and I was terrified to ask her out because I had dated a lot of girls in high school and in college. And I realized if this doesn't work out, then we're not going to be friends anymore. And I'm going right. to lose my best friend. So I was kind of terrified of asking her out. But I really sensed the Lord kind of pushing me to do this. So I finally work up to the nerve to do this. And Linda and I, after church, we had a Friday night service. After church one night, we're sitting in a parking lot because there was no coffee shop open or anything. So we just went to a parking lot. We're sitting and talking. <laughs> parking lot in a gas station. <laughs> Leave it at that. I love it. I, I love, love it. it. So we're sitting there talking and having this conversation. I'm like sweating, all nervous because I'm like, I'm about to ask my best friend out. And if she says no, then I'm going to lose my best friend and blah, blah, blah. I'm all nervous about it. And so I say... Somewhere in this conversation, I bring up this thing of, all right, we've gotten really, really close relationally, and I think we either need to take a step back or take a step forward. And I said, and I think we should take a step forward. And then Linda doesn't say a word, opens the door, runs out of the car into the gas station. <laughs> and I'm like, what do I do? Like, what would Hugh Grant do in this situation? Because oh like, I don't know, know what to do. He- like, he'd have a perfect thing, but I'm just sitting there, like, dumbfounded, like, ah, uh, I have no idea. I wasn't expecting this. Well, because my backstory is I had never dated anyone before. I was so afraid because I knew, like, what I, – I think I had a good enough picture of what it looked like to date people and break up and heartache and all that stuff that I just was like – I told the Lord, I only want to date my husband. Like, I just want to date my husband and then get married and be done with it. 
And so when he says this, it totally freaks me out. I have no idea how to respond. So I run into the gas station to call my best friend and say, what do I do? And she's like, why are you talking to me? So So that's how we got started, y'all. And so she said yes. You said yes, She ended up saying yes. Started dating, (laughs) then got married. And we're still together. Hallelujah. I became less awkward after that. No, that's that's brilliant. (laughs) I love it. And I just want to say, so you had this this first romantic moment at the gas station. Our first date was at Waffle House. So I knew we'd hang, guys. Like, this is... Here you go. You know, it's Uh even the most mundane place can be special. And not even Hugh Grant can capture the essence of... Like, just what happens over a coffee and a waffle, my dear, you know? And it's like, you guys could sell movie rights to the whole rent out of the car. Like That's so great. I love that. That's romantic comedy gold right there. And it it worked out so beautifully. It did. And and I love how you guys share so openly that, you know, so you get married and it's awesome, but money happened to be something that was an issue, right? With you guys in the beginning. Can you tell us more about that? Well, yeah, I think we both... We were both were a mess, you know, so like cut down on that sabbatical that I was in, I kind of came to my financial breaking point and realized that I didn't know anything about money. Um, even though I'd worked at a bank, even though I'd grown up wanting to be an accountant, um, just had this kind of pride that I got this money thing figured out and realistically I was just a complete mess. Meanwhile, she was yeah, kind of in a similar I thing. was a mess too, but I'm, I still am like, I don't know that much about money. Like, it, it's kind of funny be, that I talk about finances because honestly, I don't really know that much. Well, you don't know what like a backdoor, you know, conversion IRA is or something like that. Like, there, that's a thing. I, there you yeah, go. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> uh, so, yes, I'm not nearly into the weeds as much as he is, yeah. right? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I, I, when we got married, I was kind of like, he, he, he had said, okay, I want to get my finances in order. And I said, great, I want my finances order, in order too, but I don't want to do any of the work. So can you just do it for me? And he said, okay. So yeah, I was about two months ahead of her. And so we both get married and we both are financial messes, have all this credit card debt and whatever, all this stuff kind of piled together. And one of the good things that we did is we said, all right, this is no longer our individual debt, like, mm-hmm. you know, two become one, and this is our debt together. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of, you know, uh, attacked it together, and I think that yeah. was a smart move that we made, one of the few in that phase. But uh, but from that point, you know, like, we had some hard moments because, yeah, I kind of laid out a budget that I'm like, all right, this makes sense. This can help us get out of debt. But it was really hard, and it was a big shift for her because mm-hmm. she had gone from living with their um, parents, you know, uh, you know, having a job, having very few bills, and still, like, overspending. Yeah, completely overspending. And so then getting married to me, and now we got to take all that money and use it to pay bills and stuff. Um, and now it's like there's, like, no, there's no money to go shopping. There's no money, like, mm-hmm. to do anything because we're trying to dig out of debt. And so, yeah, so we definitely had some moments where there were some tears and some, uh, yeah, just just a couple, just a couple, (laughs) (laughs) you know, I I know one of your passions, you know, in writing this book and doing what you do is, is you can relate to people and how money is always an argument. And, you know, before we actually started this podcast, we said to you guys, like in, in the beginning of our marriage, especially those first, like really five to 10 years, I would say money, it kept on coming up, like it would bubble up and it would be that thing that, that, I mean, we're not big arguers anyway, but like it would be that, that thing that sometimes it would cause friction. Tension. Yeah. Tension. Yes. And, uh, and I know that you guys want to help couples and I love how, how it says this. It says you want to help it go from an argument to something that that a couple can actually enjoy managing together. And what would you say in making that transition, what would be some initial steps that a couple should take? Yeah. I mean, I think for us, uh, 
yeah, like that's what that's what's fascinating to me when I look back, look at her and look at how she has transformed. I mean, because we actually have good money conversations. We actually enjoy yeah. talking about our money and our future, and, and which is so fascinating coming from where you are, right? right? Oh, absolutely. Because, uh, you know, I really didn't want to talk about it at all. I Mm -hmm. kind of just wanted to have him give me a plan and I could stick with the plan if it was already set up and organized for me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, But I didn't want to have to figure anything out. Um, But as we went on in our marriage, um, I I have this thing called, we call it magic money. Well, I call it magic money. (laughs) And I tell Bob, I'm like, where are you getting the money for that? Because he would show me our budget. I knew what was there because I can stick to the plan as long as it's there. And he'd be like, well, I want to take this trip. Or he'd say, I want to do whatever. I want to buy this big, expensive, you know, uh, some sort of tool or something. And I'd go, where are you getting that money? And he's like, well, and I'm like, can I have some of that magic money? Because yeah. <laughs> there's stuff that I want to buy. And I think that's, what, where I was coming from. that's what pulled me in is I was like, okay, he's finding money for the things that he wants mm-hmm. because he's got it in savings. He's got it, you know. Well, yeah. And I think that the, the, the thing to in. take from that was that you didn't, <clears throat> like, I wanted you to know everything that was going on, but you didn't want to. That's true. And that was part of what got you interested. Like, I need, I want to understand more of what's going on. But yeah. But anyway, kind of pulling this back to your original question, <laughs> what I, what I, I would it. suggest, one thing that just, I think just helped us a lot and helped you a lot was um, casting the vision for where we wanted to go yeah. in our marriage, yes. it, like financially and like what God had for us and what we were dreaming about with God together. Like once I could do that with her, and, you know, because then it gets beyond like just this boring old budget that means that I can only spend this much on this thing and all this stuff. But it becomes what are the things that God has placed in our heart that we want to do together that we mm-hmm. feel like he's calling us and driving us towards. And once we kind of did that and got that in front of her, then the numbers and the math like starts to make a little bit more sense. It's a it's a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And then you were able to get on board a little bit easier. Right. Yeah. And it, it also like you would just pull me in very gently. So. I would say, I want money to get to buy this. So let's go find it in the magic money. And he would go, okay, let's look at it and tell me where you want to take it from. Well, yeah, look at our budget as a whole. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right. Yeah. So, all right. So, what do we, where do we need to pull it from? Like, because again, because it's pulling you back to, all right, these are the actual numbers. Right. And what, what are we going to do? Which was something I needed. And I think that got us on the same page to where I, because I, it, it would be my tendency to just say, well, I just want it. So just give it to me, give me the money to buy it. And once he would say, okay, let's figure it out together. Like, I want to give this to you. Let's figure it out together. And then I'd go, oh, never mind. I'll just (laughs) wait. Can we just start saving for it? Inflation is out of control. And it just seems like money flies out the window. I look at our account daily and I'm just like, where does this money go? And you're probably the same way. And that's why I'm really excited about a new ad partner we have called Rocket Money. This is an app that helps you in real time see exactly where your money is going. And even more importantly, they'll help you identify and cancel subscriptions that you're not using. On average, they're saving their users $720 a year. I didn't think I had any subscriptions we weren't using, but this is what happens. You sign up for a a free subscription to something, you're not using it, and that free subscription runs out. You're paying five or 10 bucks a month for the rest of your life until you cancel it. Rocket Money helped us identify it get that under control and save a bundle right from the start. Rocket Money has over 5 million users 
and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscription, guys. That's half a billion bucks. You need to get your share of that. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions today by going to rocketmoney.com slash naked. That's rocketmoney.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Start saving money today. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked um but that really helped me because my whole problem was that i just wasn't looking at anything Mm -hmm. i had no idea what was going on really yeah right no it's 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 so it's great i mean how i think so many couples can can relate to that journey Mm -hmm. but the difference is like most couples just kind of stay stuck right they stay stuck and you guys found that 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 place of breakthrough where you finally you know you got on the same page you developed a plan and really your story is remarkable and not only in just the, the success of it, but in how you guys have embodied generosity throughout, you know, you, you gave away over a million dollars before he turned 40, which is just incredible. We're going to talk more specifically about that in the, in kind of the, the bonus content. Um, in the book, there's a great story you share, uh, in the chapters called like everything I thought about giving was wrong. And this guest speaker yeah. came to your church and he was just he was teaching on giving, but he was like angry and grumpy the whole time. And it was really legalistic yeah. and really furrowed brow angry. And I think yeah. a lot of us grew up, especially those of us grew up in the church, where maybe like we, we see giving in that kind of way. Like it's, it's, the Bible says it's more joyful to give than to receive, but, but yeah. we weren't taught it that way. Mm-hmm. It was just like, yeah. it's just this thing you got to do and you're going to hate every second of it. But you guys have really tapped in to the biblical plan for joy in your giving and kind of what was, what was that story like? What were those conversations like when you started I don't know, just shifting to that kind of radical generosity. I'd, I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I think what you're hitting on is absolutely right. Like, it's it's sad to me that um, giving has such a negative connotation throughout mm-hmm. so much of the church, uh, because I think it's one of the greatest joys and adventures that God invites us on, mm-hmm. you know? And I... Because I like that that uh, verse you're talking about with Jesus saying that it's more blessed to give than to receive. Like for so long, I thought that that he's just wrong. Like he doesn't get right. it. Like Jesus <laughs> is wrong know. on this. You know, <laughs> right. like he he never got any good gifts or something. Like, um, but but now like we've gotten to that point where it's like, all right, I get it. Like I, I really do because our greatest joys in life are some of the 
things that we get to participate in through our generosity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, anyway, back to us and kind of how we got through this. Because like you said, like I grew up um, with some not great examples of generosity. Um, you know, we both have some Absolutely, stories yeah. of, you know, just not a rough start in terms of just getting a really good and clear, accurate picture of what generosity should be. And so we had to work through a lot of this. Um, but for some reason, you know, it was just the way God wired us. We both had this desire from from those early days of sitting in a car at the gas station. Like <laughs> one of the things we'd talk about and dream about was being able to give away millions of dollars. And we, uh, at that point, were very, very unlikely candidates. Um, it just didn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. We were both uh, basically entry-level positions, had, you know, not much hope in our careers of ever actually making any money. Um, but you know, it's one of those things that we're on a journey and we've hit some mile markers and hopefully have a lot more to go. And, and I think God loves to use the, you know, foolish things to confound the wise. But, um, but anyway, in our case, yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. What do you think like helped us along that? I mean, I think it was a process. Like we, we both had this desire. So one of the things we did is we kind of made it a priority. So we have a, a very detailed budget. We had that since our, you know, very very beginning of our marriage because we were trying to get out of debt like Bob, <laughs> Bob's the uh, spreadsheet guy. Spreadsheets. Um, so so what, we, what he ended up doing was creating a category specifically for giving. And that honestly took so much pressure off of, are we going to be able to buy our groceries or should we give this person a birthday gift? Yeah, this was big. Yeah, yeah because most people manage their money like it's all one big bucket. So mm-hmm. all their money's just sitting in their checking account, you know, and I did this for many, many years. And yeah. so what happens is now a giving need is presented, an opportunity is presented. Um, There's something where it's like, oh, I'd love to give to that, but I got to buy groceries next week. And so what do I do? Do I give to that or buy groceries? You know, and so what we did was we created this account that we call seed account. And basically every month, the beginning of the month, we funnel money over there. And it's specifically for giving to these instances that come up. And it made it, it made giving so fun. It Mm -hmm. made it so much easier because the money's sitting there waiting to be spent. And it's like spending someone else's money. Yeah. And so it was such a game changer for us. And I remember uh, one month we looked in our budget and it was like, we were, we had spent almost all of our money (laughs) in every category. We were about to get paid, but we had pretty much drained everything except for our seed account had like a thousand dollars in it okay you know we would have spent that thousand dollars there's no way it would have been there but uh, a friend of ours had a baby and bob was like we have so much money in seed let's get them a meal but then let's make them a gift basket and put a bunch of our favorite things in there stuff that they'll need that will help them out as they're you know in their early days of having this newborn baby which Anyone with a kid can tell you it's it's intense. Those first yes. few yes. months, yes. really. Yes, our producer is waving back here with the newborn at home. Yes. Eric, we're with you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hang in there. Yes. So, but it was, and so we we just brought it to them, and they were like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> like they were so floored. <laughs> it's amazing. But it made it so fun for us because they didn't ask us to do that. We were just going to br- give them a meal, as far as they were concerned. And so all this other stuff was just an extra bonus that made it so much fun to give because, again, it's not our money, but we're just we're spending somebody else's money. I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it was just really fun. And it blessed them and it blessed us. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's it's so good. Oh, I love it so much. You know, I love this quote from your book. It says, living a truly rich life will require both natural steps 
and God's supernatural power. Uh, we, you know, we found that most people lean to one or the other of those. You know, it, it's yep. like leaning all on, on God's supernatural power or leaning all on just what they can do in the natural. Yep. And, you know, what do you say to the couple where maybe they're not on the same page with this? Like one of them is leaning towards doing the natural things that are within their power. And then the other one's like, no, 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 let's just let God handle it. How can they, how can they reconcile that and get on the same page and really consider both of those things? Yeah. Well, honestly, I think it's great having opposing views because okay. I think you help each other out then. You Maybe know? balance each other a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if, if they can... But you need to find that point of unity. Right. If they can see the value in each other mm-hmm. and how each other is doing things, then they can really push each other forward because then they can True. encourage each other in, in both sides. Yeah. Honestly, this was... This has been really big for us. Yeah. I mean, you know, and this goes a little bit beyond what you're talking about in the question, but I think it applies where... Uh, you know, Linda and I are very different with how we, na- our natural inclinations yeah. towards managing money. And, um, and I, for the longest time, just thought I was right, you know, because it's like <laughs> money is a math problem. Like, I'm right. This is the way it should be. And, and like, honestly, I just thought he was right too, because I don't know, I'm not very good at math. And so I just thought, well, Bob's just right. And so I kind of leaned on him for a lot of that stuff. Yeah, but God humbled me and like showed me that, listen, I designed her with intentionality. I put her in this marriage with you. Like, she's not wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you both have different things to add and to bring to this equation. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wow. You know, and, and it's been so helpful to, for me, like, since <laughs> he's helped me humble myself and see that, wow, she has value to add to this, even though it might not make mathematical sense. Like, she brings a component that is going to allow me and has allowed me to enjoy my life so much more. Mm-hmm. Like if it weren't for her, like I would end up squirreling so much money away in retirement, end up having all this money there and not enjoy my life up to that point. And she's brought such a healthy balance to our marriage. Mm-hmm. But had I not um, stepped back to acknowledge and see that it's possible that maybe she has something to add, like I would have missed on all of that. Sure. And that's such a great picture for marriage in, in general. I mean, I just love that. Yeah. And, I, and, and to see um, in your marriage, even through the book, some of the stories of, of, of giving even to each other. I th- the best picture in the whole book is a picture of a, a, a laptop giving. Uh, yeah. You remember that story? Like, I just, yeah. it was such it just a, a great picture of, of just finding ways to, to make each other smile. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think uh, when you can do that in marriage, find ways to make each other smile. And really, like they said, is realize that God put you together and you both have so much to add and, and you've got to lean on each other and listen to each other and respect each other. Yeah. And when you both do that and you'll do it through the lens of applying God's principles to what, what you're doing, um, it's just amazing how you can soar in every part of your marriage, including your finances. Absolutely. And before we kind of move over to our bonus content uh, with our premium listeners, and just as a little side note uh, to the listeners and the people watching on YouTube, if you're not currently part of our premium subscribers, you can do that. You can actually do that by going to nakedmarriage.supercast.com. That's also going to probably be in the show notes. And you can join for, for $5 a month, you guys, and you're going to get special content from amazing people just like the two you're listening to and watching today. And I, I can't wait to talk about the conversation we're going to yeah. have there. But before we get to that, I want to ask you guys this one thing just to, to really give uh, practical advice to our listeners and make it very simple for them. Like what's one simple thing that they can start doing today to bring uh, more peace kind of into their, into their financial situation? Yeah, I think, uh, and there'll be some people who are doing this, but there's a lot who aren't doing it. I think the, the simplest thing 
that you can do today to just start making it's is paying attention to where you're spending your money. This is something that is so um, overlooked and it's such a huge opportunity for just making a big uh, practical step forward in your money. So for example, you know, we all know this, like you go to a nutritionist, like they'll say, all right, start writing down everything you eat. And Mm -hmm. if you've ever done this, you know, it's like instantly just by writing it down, you start eating better. Yes. And it's the exact same way with our money. Like when we are paying attention to what we're doing. So you can do this by writing down everything you spend. Some people have tried this. I mean, I've seen people who've saved 50% one month to the next without even trying to spend less money simply by writing everything down. And so this absolutely works. But even if you're not the write down uh, on paper type of person, like get an app like mint.com, personalcapital.com. Both of them are completely free. You can plug in your credit card, bank account information, see exactly where you've been spending money the last couple months. See if the $500 that you think you spend on groceries is accurate or not. Because, mm-hmm. you know, newsflash, it's probably not if you're not <laughs> paying attention because almost everybody, you know, underestimates how much they're spending. Mm-hmm. And that will allow you to identify some of these problem spots. Um, we talked to one couple we were coaching who said that, you know, they were about to sell their house. They were in such a kind of difficult and tight position. And we said, all right, how much do you guys spend eating out? And they're like, uh, about $200 or something. And they're like, all right, go do this exercise. Plug into personal capital. Let me know. Report back. They said, we, were, we spent $800 last month eating out. Mm-hmm. Like they were that far off. Yeah. Yeah. And they were about to sell their house. And it's like, well, you might not need to sell your house. Maybe you just cut back <laughs> on eating out, you know, yeah. but they had no idea. So point is, simple thing that um, a lot of people can take advantage of and see a big impact. Yeah, I, I love and that. I would also add to that, just start praying together about mm. your finances. Yeah. If this is something yeah. in your marriage that is a point of contention, I would just say just three minutes before you turn on Netflix for the evening. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just sit there and just so good. ask the Lord for help so that your yes. your fighting would stop, that you would get on the same page, that you would understand each other's viewpoint and... I mean, even just speaking scripture over your situation, I think would be something easy that you can start like today. Yep. Man, so good. that is so good, guys. This has been a, a treasure and a treat for the premium podcast subscribers. Stick around because I'm going to I'm going to ask them their their some of their best investing advice. Mm-hmm. So <sighs> this this could make you a billion dollars to stick around. Right. Let's do it. So, right. so I can't wait. Before we go, though, for uh, for those who are going to be tuning out here uh, I want to connect with you guys. First off, I highly recommend this book. Check it out. Simple Money, Rich Life, Achieve True Financial Freedom and Design a Life of Eternal Impact. Available wherever books are sold. Um, but tell us where else we can find you guys online for those that want to stay connected to what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know, we're at seedtime.com, S-E-D-T-I-M-E.com. Um, we're at Seed Time on all the social platforms. Um, we have a podcast too, Seed Time Money. So yeah, anywhere, come say hi. Love to uh, connect with anyone who wants to. Yeah, you guys are, so are good, such guys. a gift. And this yes. has been pure gold, but we're not through yet. So guys, for, for the premium podcast subscribers, and by the way, those who subscribe, it's that five bucks a month goes directly to support the ministry of Exo Marriage, which is a 501c3 nonprofit Christian ministry. You're helping us create more resources to help more people. And you're getting bonuses too, like exclusive content, ad-free content and all that. So uh, thank you. And for those who are listening and watching today, thank you guys so much for tuning in. God bless. We will see you next time. 